0: what's up it is tracy jackson also known as the spiritual cheerleader coming to you live with your weekly pep hello and welcome to episode 53 of weekly pep this week's episode is entitled sacred activism obviously um if (laughs) you have been um you know watching the news, you have seen um, in the past, I would say month's time, obviously we're just starting August, um, but in the past month's time, we've had three shootings. We've had a shooting in California, one in Ohio, um, and most recently one uh, here in Texas. And overwhelmingly, um, you know, There is this underbelly call to remove, um, you know, assault rifles from being able to be purchased because of the fact of how much damage can uh, happen with these rifles uh, in just a short amount of time obviously that's the issue at hand, um, that's kind of at the forefront right now, but there's so many issues, um, so many political issues that so many of us really are kind of taking a backseat on. And I'm, I'm speaking, you know, primarily to, um, a set of people that I identify with. I I call myself a very spiritual person, Um, I I feel like I've moved a little bit away from the religious um, to more spiritual, but I know I struggled when I first, you know, kind of got into the spiritual space with, you know, can I really be involved in politics, it's so negative, Um, it's so, you know, such a downer um it's you know it's so divisive i just i don't want to be a part of it um and this happened for me probably around um the election in in 2016 um because of the fact that i just i i remember there was a period of time during the um summer olympics where nobody was talking politics and It was like we all came together as a nation and we were all rooting for USA to get gold medals, you know. And I was like, why can't we just stay in this bubble? This bubble is perfect, right? And so I kind of, you know, obviously I I voted in the election and very much expressed who I was voting for during that election. Um, But obviously the candidate I voted for did not win. And, um, you know, after that time period, I was like, you know what? I, I, I kind of wash my hands of politics and I don't, I'm just not going to get involved because it's so negative. I'm not going to watch anything. I'm not going to do anything. You know, it's just too negative. And, um, you know, I'm spiritual, so I'm not going to get involved. And it wasn't until, um, I would say last January, January 2018, that I realized what a grievous error I had made um, in kind of pulling myself out of um, the, the political arena, if you will, or um, calling people out for things that were not, um, were not in my eyes right. Um and and I say right, but they from from an objective standpoint, there was something that was inherently wrong with them. Let's just say it like that um and I wasn't calling people out for it, and so I wanted to to speak on um on this idea of sacred activism because of it because there is this, um, this big pull away by the spiritual community from getting involved in any of these matters. Um, some of us, you know, we, we say, Oh, we're so we're love and light. So we don't want to, you know, we don't want to get down there and, and, um, you know, argue with anybody or, or, you know express an opinion that might be um counter to someone else's opinion because we love everyone yeah just but from loving everyone doesn't mean that you can't have an opinion um and you know i feel like <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> um and i hate to make an example of him but uh, you know Kanye West obviously came forth to try to support you know uh our current president and his under the auspices of I love everyone I I you know I I'm not gonna you know um hate on anybody I'm not gonna do this for anybody I'm gonna love everyone and he was trying to come from this spiritual place of, you know, we're doing wrong because we're not accepting him and we're not, you know, giving him a chance and we're not doing this. And, you know, it's spiritual to, like, listen to his side of things and it's spiritual to, you know, give this man a chance. And so I'm going to give him a chance. Right. And that's what I feel like sometimes we do um, in in our spiritual community is that we kind of allow people to like bypass, um, are we, we allow that, that, you know, um, allow those people to kind of get away with murder (laughs) because we're too scared to call them out because we feel like we're not loving if we're calling them out. And I just want to really emphasize here that um, love says no. Love does call people out. I mean, that's where we got the whole idea of tough love, right? Is because sometimes it takes love being tough to get us back straight. I mean, growing up, you know, there were many times where I was, you know, acting out or whatever and my mother you know would correct me it didn't feel good when she did it but she didn't do it out of I hate you and I don't want you to succeed she did it out of love she did it because she wanted me to be better right and so by us not you know calling some of these things out that we see and just acting like everything's love and light we're not helping that person to rise to a better level we're not letting them know what they're doing is wrong or that there is something that needs to be corrected here and therefore you know they need to grow through this we're we're just letting them go by we're basically enablers Right. And so as those who, you know, in the spiritual community, we we say that we're called, you know, to bring the light to the world um, and all this. But if we're called to bring the light to the world, we're doing a disservice when we ignore the darkness. We can't ignore it. We can't, you know. Be passive about it, we can't just be complacent about it. we can't just let it uh, go without saying stuff. we have to call it out and ignoring it is not helping anything. Ignoring it ha- is has gotten us to where we where we are right now so the more of us that that start speaking our truth and standing up and saying and calling out what we see as not loving, the more um, we're going to be able to move in the right direction, right? Um, perfect example of this was obviously in New Zealand, in the Christchurch area, when they had that whole massive shooting. The very next day, the prime minister got on television and said, you know, guess what? We're banning, we're banning guns. And, and they banned them. Within the next day, they banned the assault rifles, right? So, they did it. They put it in action. You know, they said, they called it out. They said, this is not gonna stand here. This is wrong. We don't need it. And they called it out and they got it done. Obviously in America, we we have um, so many people who have kind of misinterpreted um, the the rights under the second amendment um, and the the call to action that so many on the, I would say, left are calling for, right? Nobody wants to take away all guns. No one is saying that. You can have your rifle. You can have your sawed off if you want, right? You could have your pistol. You know, <laughs> what we're saying is, Nobody needs a machine gun. No one needs that. Why? Because it ends up taking down a lot of people in a lot of time. So by the time the authorities can actually arrive, you've done massive damage, right? There's no need for it. Nobody wants a deer that is freaking full of shot. Nobody wants that. It's not, the meat is no good. That's why when, when hunters go out and shoot, they, they literally try to shoot in certain areas because of the fact that they don't want to damage the meat of the the deer because they're eating the meat of the deer. My, my grandfather was a hunter, right? So it's like, I, I, I'm also, I grew up in Alabama. So hello, I'm not trying to take Anybody's gun. I'm not trying to, you know, say don't use it for for these purposes. I just don't see the need for this particular one. But the thing is, we've got to stand up. We've got to make our voices heard. We've got to um, move forward. Now, in doing that, in 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 making our voices heard, one thing I will say, as um, someone who considers herself spiritual, is that we don't have to name call. We don't have to stoop to the other people's level. I don't have to, you know, um, one of the things that is very off-putting to me is this, um, you know, way in which we... Almost demoralize or dehumanize people by giving them these pet names to try to make them, you know, funny or whatever, you know. And we don't have to do that, <laughs> you know. We don't have to, you know, call this person out of their name. We can literally call their name and say, Guess what? What you're doing is wrong. That's it. Like, We can tell them specifically, we can be respectful with it, we can state why we feel the way we do, and we can move forward. We don't have to um, belittle somebody or demoralize somebody or dehumanize somebody um, in order to call out injustice or in order to, you know, speak the truth of what we believe, you know. Obviously, if, if... As spiritual people we believe that love should reign supreme we know when somebody is acting in an unloving manner it's not unloving to call somebody out and tell them you're doing wrong as I mentioned that's that's correction just like we got when we were kids and you know we we wanted to run in the street and our parents yelled at us and said no don't go out there they weren't yelling at us to, like, punish us. They were yelling at us because they were trying to avoid us getting hit by a car in the street, right? So it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Ours is out of love. We've got to make sure that we are, are communicating in love and we're communicating from our hearts, not from our heads and our emotions and our ego, because that's not really helping anything. That's exactly what is causing the action to happen right in the first place, right? Um, the person who performed the act is acting out of ego. The person who, um, you know, says, oh no, we don't need anything. We don't need to change anything. That's ego, right? So we've got to meet them from the heart space because we are spiritual beings, are beings of light, right? Um, We don't have to be disrespectful, we don't have to call anyone out of their name in order to get our message across. We can do it in a wonderful way and I I think someone that is really, really great at doing this and someone, if you're looking for an example of how to do it, is Marianne Williamson. Um, Obviously, she is running for president personally i i will admit i am supporting her because i believe in love and i believe that she has a vision that unfortunately none of our other candidates do and she is speaking to something that we need in our world today and unfortunately no other candidate is they're they're repeating basically what um, has you know been the status quo for whatever right so and just by saying that I might have lost several of you right but at the same time too it's really no um, it should be no surprise based on uh, my my social media or whatever and again That's a, that's a whole nother thing. You know, so many of us are afraid to share who we're supporting or who, you know, we're believing we've been taught. Oh, you know, you, you don't talk about religion. You don't talk about, you know, money. You don't talk about politics because you might isolate somebody who cares. I want you to know where I stand. (laughs) I want you to know where I stand because I, just because I stand here doesn't mean that I can't meet you, understand where you're coming from, and say, okay, that's great. We agree to disagree, right? Um, there's nothing in me that, that can't do that, right? Especially if I'm a being of light and love. But at the same time, too, I think it would be disingenuous of me to act as if I, um, you know, support the things that you do when I really don't, Right? So, um, then the, (laughs) the other thing that, that really, really, um, kind of annoys me is this passivity that we have. And I don't want to say that this is just isolated to the spiritual community because it really isn't. The passivity is from all of us. We're more concerned about who, you know, Tristan uh, cheated on <laughs> Chloe with then we are about what's going on in our nation and the fact that people are getting shot up. It's like not until we um, are affected do we get involved and it, unfortunately we we all are have been affected right now like we we're not recognizing that we've been affected but we have been affected right now. I'm going to tell you some of the ways we've been affected. We've been a- affected by um, these laws, uh, you know, and, and what's going on just in simple things going to the airport, how we have to go through security, how we, you know, um, have to uh, now have here in Texas, you know, we had laws where basically they allowed open carry. So you have stores where people can openly carry guns. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy and scary. I don't want to patronize stores that allow people to have a gun in there. I, that doesn't make me feel safe. I'm, I'm sorry. It really doesn't. Especially when I don't know who you are and why you have it. No, right? But we've allowed so many things to go un, unchecked that slowly but surely like more and more keeps happening and before we know it we look up and we're going wait what happened and the a perfect example of this was um in in the show there's a show on HBO um well it was broadcast on HBO it was actually produced um in Britain I want to say by the BBC, but it was called um, Years and Years with Emma Thompson and um, several other actors. But the, the, the show, in the show, one of the matriarchs does this speech at the end that basically talks about how we allowed so much to go unchecked for so many years. And then we look up and we say, oh man, how did we get here? It's because of the little things that we let slide that we have gotten to the point we are today. I mean, I can literally look at where we are currently in our country and see five, 10 years ago, how we got here, right? Because of like little things that we let slide, little things that we let um, go unchecked. I, rem- I remember um, a congressman uh, yelling out and, and disrespecting our president. During a, a State of the Union dress. I remember that. And now we have a whole country of people that disrespect people of color on a daily basis. Right? Because we things go unchecked. We didn't call it out. We didn't say this is wrong. We didn't punish for doing that. We let it go. And so now people feel like Hey, I'm above the law. I can do whatever I want. Right? So passivity has gotten us to this point. We can't be passive anymore. Finally, we need to love with conviction. And this is something that Marianne Williamson has also mentioned. She talks about, you know, how as um, uh, right now, people who hate, hate with conviction. That's why... You know, we had people fly planes into the into the twin towers. That's why we had an individual go into a church and shoot it up. That's why we had these shootings that happened recently at a farmers market, at a uh, or a farmers festival, uh, a, a Walmart. You know, th- that's why we're having it. These people hated with conviction, so much so that they decided to take action. So at this point, we need to love with conviction, so much so that we take action. So how do do we love with action, right? There's, there's so many ways to get involved. Um, obviously there are protest marches. There are, you know, ways to sign up for the candidates that you believe in. I'm not saying I'm by any means that you have to support the candidate that I'm supporting, but find a candidate that supports what you believe in and support them. Work on their campaign. If you can volunteer, donate, whatever it is that you can do, um, one of the the easiest things that I feel um, that we can do to be sacred activists and which doesn't require a lot of time is to call our representatives in Congress and voice our concerns about what's going on in this country. There are so many... Um, amazing resources and uh, to be able to do this. One of my favorite is called Five Calls. That's the number five, C-A-L-L-S. And I think it's .org, um, but it might be .com. So check that out. I'll put it on the resources page. But in that, uh, on that website, it literally gives you several topics to voice to your congressman you select the topic it'll literally um ask you for you know your zip code and address um specifically um sometimes they need the actual physical street address so that they can get you to the right representative because obviously representatives represent certain segments of um of the city and state so um Sometimes they need the specifics, (laughs) but the thing is they allow you to, they kind of give you the script already and all you have to do is put your name on it, slap your name on it and, and say send. That's it. And you're done. You, they have it where you can call your representative or send a message to your representative. I usually um, end up sending a message just because the couple of times I've tried to call, I usually get um, a voicemail that's full. <laughs> so I do that. The other resource that I really like is the resist bot on my phone. Basically, you text the word resist to 50409 on your phone. It will then um, give you a a message that basically tells you, um, you know, asks you who you wanna contact. Once you contact, uh, say who you wanna contact, it basically says certain topics of the day. It will give you the whole email Whole thing written out it'll also allow you give you the phone number in case you want to call um, if you do the the thing written out you can just all you have to do is type you know what you want to do it will do the opening closing and you can send it off right from your text messages in your phone obviously text messaging applies so if that is a concern for you five calls might be better if not Go for it. Um, it's super easy. I liked the Resist Bot because the Resist Bot reminds me to send things every day, and I like sending them every day. So, um, obviously, I say all that to say I I really feel that we have the power to change this world um, for the better. The issue is that we've got to speak up and we've got to take action for that change. And I, I feel, you know, we're doing ourselves and the country a disservice by ignoring the darkness. So we've got to really bring light <laughs> to the darkness and let people know that it is darkness um, and call it out for what it is and move forward. Um, I hope that this helped you. And I hope that um, you have a great week this week. Um, sending my love, prayers, thoughts um, in a positive way, and also sending my <laughs> sending my messages to uh, my congressman um, to regarding what happened in El Paso uh, this weekend, as well as the other uh, other events that happened in our country. Um, not even, you know, a month ago. So I hope you have a great one and I will talk to you soon. Bye.